Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. and happy Thursday. A busy day all around the world. Israel's offensive in Gaza, continuing to march forward. Casualties on both sides of the war. And again, a lot of nerves on edge all across the world, including in the United States, where everybody from the FBI director to former commissioners of the Border Patrol are all warning of the vulnerabilities we may have here in the United States. With that, we've got a great show for you today. Congressman James Comer, Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, is going to join us at the top of the hour. Amanda and I had a wonderful conversation with him last night, and he made some news because when we talk about this $40,000 payment, the second payment that we now have tracked from international businessman and presidential brother James Biden to the president, there is a new issue that is starting to emerge beyond the fact that China money or foreign money or money from lobbying or the family business got into Joe Biden's coffers, apparently as repayment to loans that he had given his brother. There is a second question about whether the president is in compliance with tax laws. Chairman James Comer is going to address that exclusively here on the podcast. That's a big story. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to take a whirl across the horizon of how the Israel-Hamas War one affects energy security, which of course at the end of the day is national security to the United States, and also how it has given us a moment in America to see how far deep-rooted intolerance and hatred and anti-Semitism have spread, particularly on college campuses, but quite frankly, even beyond that, even to boardrooms, political circles, it is a very, very serious matter. And we are going to have Fred Zeidman, the current co-chair and director of the Council for Secure America, a nonprofit that focuses on the link between energy security and national security. He's also chairman emeritus of the United States Holocaust Memorial Council, which oversees the great Holocaust Museum, very poignant museum here in Washington. And he's the former CEO of Unibar Corp. This is a man with a lot of credentials, a lot of impact. And he's going to walk us through the energy security implications of the war, actually the two wars that are ongoing in the world right now, and also give us a sense of how we got to this moment of realizing that 
hatred, intolerance, and anti-Semitism had become embedded in not one, but probably two young generations of Americans. That conversation is just ahead. Now, before we go to the break, a quick word from one of our great sponsors. Actually, a personal word about one of our quick sponsors. I know that life can get pretty busy. I'm always busy. And getting the recommended daily dose of fruit and veggies may be the last thing on your mind. This is something that I really underappreciated for a while. I wasn't getting that. I started to become lethargic. I was gaining weight. Well, now I have a problem that has a solution. It's called Field of Greens. Each day I take Field of Greens and each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit to me. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for a healthy energy and weight loss. All I do is take some Field of Greens, put it in a shake every day, and wow, boom, I've got energy. I've got a much better, healthy a lifestyle coming from it. My blood work is way better than it's ever been, many decades better. So because I trust Field of Greens for my health, I want you to have the opportunity to do the same. Let me get you started with 15% off. That's right, 15% off. Fieldofgreens.com. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time, promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. If you want to start feeling and looking healthier like I have in 2023, here's my secret recipe. Go to Field of Greens. It is a product that gets you that necessary fruit and vegetable delivery every single day. It's easy, it's simple, it's fast, it's medically proven, and i got to tell you, it's made a huge difference in my personal life. All right, one more time. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. When we come back, Chairman James Comer, the House Oversight Committee, right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean, L-E-A-N.com. 
Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Joining us right now, Kentucky Congressman and Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer. Mr. Chairman, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me, John. This is such a big moment. A few weeks ago, you said, hey, a loan maybe in Biden lexicon looks like gift and income. What's going on here? Walk us through what your great investigative team has uncovered. Well, we uncovered through Jim Biden's personal bank records, another check to Joe Biden. We uncovered one a few weeks ago uh, for $200,000, and this one is for 40000 But because we've subpoenaed so many other bank records now, we've been able to trace the check. Where did that $40,000 come from. And we can say without, with 100% confidence, John, it came from China. Uh, the daily balance that the Bidens had in their checking account was somewhere around zero for, for several weeks. In fact, they paid a lot of overdraft fees where they were overdrawn. They had a negative balance. Uh, the, the same day that Sarah Biden wrote the check to Joe Biden, she took out $50,000 cash from one of their LLCs that I would argue is another shell company, one of Jim Biden's companies called Lion Hall Group. But anyway, if you trace that money back, it came five days after Hunter Biden sent that WhatsApp message, shaking down uh, the Chinese national, uh, saying his father was sitting beside him. So the, the, you had the WhatsApp message. A few days later, $5 million transfers into uh, a, a company that, uh, that, that, Hunter was affiliated with. They wire $400,000 to Owasco, which was Hunter's supposedly his law firm, but it was a shell company. Then from that uh, $400,000, it's it's laundered through two Jim Biden accounts to Joe Biden. Ironically, $40,000 is 10% of $400,000. And this is the you know part of the deal that, that we've all seen the emails where Joe Biden right. was the big guy, 10% for the big guy. So, but at the end of the day, you know, the Democrats and their their friends in the mainstream media say, well, it's a loan because it says it on the check. It doesn't matter whether it's a loan or not, Jim the, or, or John. The, the reason that it's it's a problem is because the only way Jim Biden could have paid the money back was through the influence peddling scheme with China. There's yeah. no other way. They didn't have the money in their checking account. And it was the same situation with the two hundred thousand dollars. They didn't have the money in the checking account until they got the wire from the healthcare company in Florida that they influence peddled, saying that Joe Biden could get them uh, capital in the Middle East. This is two instances where Joe Biden benefited to the tune of a quarter million dollars from his family's influence peddling schemes. Yeah, great point. Mm. Right. And, and, you know, the overarching problem of all of this and how it affects the American people now is vulnerability and exposure to blackmail, possibly. But I hear a lot mm -hmm. of Democrat defenders out there saying, it's just $40,000. You can't even buy a car with that. And I will admit that that's a brilliant and hilarious unintentional self-own because we all know that's because of yep. Joe Biden's economy. But the problem <laughs> right. here is not the dollar amount, whether it's 40000 whether it's 250000 That's not even the point. The point is now the exposure of the American president. Yeah, exactly, Benny. You're exactly right. The whole reason we're investigating Joe Biden is to determine whether or not he's compromised because of the millions of dollars his family's taken from foreign nationals. But what we're learning now, Joe Biden actually uh, took money. You know, before these two checks, we said there were nine Biden family members that had received funds through the family influence peddling scheme. Joe Biden makes the 10th. Now there are 10 
Biden family members that have enriched themselves through the influence peddling scheme. And these are bad people in bad countries. You know, what exactly were the Bidens doing to receive all of this money? Now, Joe, you know, his whole political career said he was, you know, barely got by. He was the average Joe, didn't have any money. You know, and at the same time, we learned that he bought a $2.75 million house for cash. He also had enough cash to loan his brother another quarter of a million dollars. That's $3 million cash. That's a lot of liquidity for average Joe out there. I mean, this family has uh, has made more money off the brand. And we've already had Devin Archer and others uh, confirm that the brand was Joe Biden. They were selling access to Joe Biden. Joe Biden knew about it. And now we've proven Joe Biden benefited financially from the Biden brand, from selling access to our biggest enemies in the real, in the world to the tune of millions of dollars. So there's another thing I want to ask about. The Democrats are saying, well, Joe Biden did uh, send money out of his account from one account and he gave it to another, uh, gave it to his brother and his brother paid it back to him through another account. But as we learned in the Hunter Biden case, loans that move money between accounts can create tax consequences. And it looks to me mm -hmm. from the reporting I've seen that this first account that's the origin account of the alleged loan is a corporate account. And then it comes back into Joe Biden's personal account. Are you looking at any possibility that there's some tax issues here? Absolutely. You know, the, the Democrats say it was a loan. They need to show where the where the money came from. Did, did Jim Biden write him a personal check or did it come from a corporate account? Well, if it came from a corporate account and then they paid him back and it went into his personal account, then then he evaded a significant amount of taxes there. Uh, you, you know, you can't just withdraw money from a corporate account or even an LLC like you do your, your personal funds or a sole proprietorship. There are major tax consequences from, from withdrawing money from a corporate account. And what we've seen already at the early stages of going through these massive amount of bank records that I've subpoenaed that have come in in the last few days is the, the unbelievable amount of cash that the, that the Bidens were withdrawing from all their shell companies. And you just can't take cash out of a, a corporation. You have to have board of directors minutes. You have to, it's almost like a, a proven a dividend or something. You just can't take a draw out. It's not like your personal account. You can't walk up to an ATM and draw out three or $400 cash. But they did that every day in every account for, a, for many years. Yeah. So there's no way they have books that would that would uh, have the detailed accounting. And when you do a corporation or an LLC, that's part of your responsibility. You have to have records on how you distribute funds, in, 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 whether they be a dividend or whatever. And if he used corporate money to loan Jim Biden money, then they then, the, you know, he, he put it back in his personal account. Then then that's a huge problem. And one thing we've seen from these bank records, not only were they involved in, in money laundering, the amount of tax evasion that the Biden family has exhibited is breathtaking. Wow. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sir, we've spoken with you before about 18 U.S.C. 201, the statute, obviously, that deals with bribery. And within that statute, it talks about how it doesn't necessarily have to be direct. It can be indirect. And a lot of the evidence that you've put forth to the American people and a lot of what we have learned has certainly seemed indirect. And of course, 
Democrats have used that as their argument that, oh, you can't prove this. You can't show me the money like John joked about at the beginning of the show. But it seems like at least with this check, this has certainly moved from the indirect category to direct. Absolutely. And, you know, the the fact that his family had already received over 20 million dollars, to me, that was enough evidence of criminal wrongdoing. That was enough uh, to hold Joe Biden accountable in, in the in the biggest way possible by Congress. But this is a direct payment to Joe Biden. Again, whether it was a loan or not really doesn't matter at the end of the day. The fact that they could only pay him back through the family influence peddling scheme. So so either Joe Biden got $240,000 from his from his brother as a kickback, or either he didn't lose $240,000 that he loaned his brother. Either way, he's $240,000 better off because of the influence peddling scheme. That is something the media said, oh, Comer's good. He's got to prove that Joe Biden took money directly. Of course, no one ever dreamed we would have personal accounts that would that would show a check to Joe Biden. Now that we have that, they're like, okay, well, we meant he had to prove it while Joe Biden was vice president or while he was president. It really doesn't matter that Joe Biden was involved in the influence peddling scheme uh, during the four years when Trump was president. And, and that's not how it works, Amanda. I mean, this family has been doing this for decades. It's still going on. It's going on, in my opinion, through the art sales. So you've got a situation where we've got this family even though the IRS came in on them and, and uh, you know, Leslie Wolf and, and the U.S. Attorney's Office was telling everybody stand down. You, you got a situation where the House Oversight Committee's hot on their trails. They're still going wide open. They're still going wide open. And I think the American people that are keeping up with this are fed up and they've had enough. One thing that we can all agree on, whether we're Republicans or Democrats, conservative or liberal, is that we, we despise public corruption. And that's what we're seeing every day in the Oversight Committee is public corruption out of this Biden White House. Folks, don't go anywhere. A great guest right on the horizon, Fred Zeidman, former CEO of Unibar, the current co-chair and director of the Council for Secure America. And he's the chairman emeritus of the council that oversees the U.S. Holocaust Museum here in Washington. Very big guest. You can enjoy his conversation right after these messages. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash 
Just News. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. We all know the consequences of the ongoing war in Israel against Hamas and really against all of the Iranian proxy forces that are in the Middle East. And make no mistake about it, those proxy forces not only hate and oppose Israel, they hate and oppose America. In fact, they call us the great Satan. But there are so many consequences to it. Some of them are on the strategic board of energy security, and I want to dive into that. And then some of them are really in what we're seeing in our own homeland in the extraordinary intolerance hatred that is now manifesting itself on college campuses, heck, even in congressional office buildings. Our next guest is a master expert on both of these topics. He is the co-chair and director of the Council for a Secure America and chairman emeritus of the United States Holocaust Memorial Council. If you haven't been to the Holocaust Museum, you are making a big mistake. Joining us right now, my good friend, Fred Seidman. Fred, great to have you on. Great to be on. Great to be on with you. And uh, as I mentioned to you just before we went on the air, uh, I'm spending 24 hours a day just engrossed with this because, look, I, I, I can tell you, you know, everybody that we met that was alive during the Holocaust, we used to say to them, where were you? Why, why didn't you do something? Well, that where were you? Why didn't you do something is us now. Uh, and the last thing we can ever afford to do is not do something. And so uh, every opportunity I have to try and, and uh, tell Americans, uh, and uh, forget the Jewish community can feel this thing, but that this is a war against America as well as a war against the Jews. Uh, we just happen to be the pawns that are being used here, uh, as I've told people, much much like Russia use the Ukrainians as their pawn. I mean, they're, they're fighting Western, uh, the Western world. They're fighting the NATO countries. They just, uh, Ukraine is a, a step for them. Uh, and, and as far as Israel goes, I mean, there is a massacre, an absolute massacre. And what happens? We're now told stop the war today. We're told stop, you know, all the activity. I'm sorry, there's 200 uh, hostages still there. 1,400 people were massacred. We've seen this movie before, and it did not end well for the Jewish people. Uh, we can't afford to let that happen again. So I truly appreciate your giving me the opportunity 
to discuss it. Well, you bring this extraordinary experience, not only your work with the Holocaust Memorial Council and your work as CEO and uh, former board chairman at Unibar. So you bring a CEO's perspective to this. There's a lot that's wrapped up in the implications of this war. And I want to get through all of them, but I want to start with something that is, I think, on the minds of a lot of Americans, just because every time you go to the gas pump, you sort of feel the Biden pain a little bit. Give us your top line on how this war and the strategy surrounding it by all of our enemies are going to have an impact on energy, energy supply and energy prices. Well, let me just say that, uh, uh, you know, we can go all the way back uh, to the first day uh, that Joe Biden became president of the United States. And uh, if you remember, his very first move was to cancel the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, And I remember saying that day to everybody who would listen to me, obviously it didn't, wait till you see gas prices in two years. Uh, You know, there are, you can produce all the oil and gas in the world, but if you don't get it to a refinery and get it refined, uh, it's never going to end up in your uh, car or in your plane. And that's exactly what happened. So we had that double or triple. Uh, We also know that uh, 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 that the bad guys are back in charge of energy costs. We saw that when we had energy independence, uh, and all of a sudden we lose our ability to transport from the drill sites to the refineries. And what happens? Saudi Arabia steps right back in. Uh, uh, oil prices go to seventy or eighty dollars, and then to make sure we quit drilling, what do they do? Uh, they cut prices to $20. Uh, they could bear that. We can't. Their lifting costs are about $8 a barrel, 7 or $8 a barrel. You know, ours are up in the 50s or 60s. So uh, I can't give you, I can't give you one uh, reason for oil prices not to go through the roof again at the whim of the big producers in the Middle East. And if you want to know if they're, if they are producing or if they are selling their price uh, to China and their price to India at the same price we're paying here, I can't tell you that's going to happen. And and we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. Uh, If we have any, uh, uh, we got very lucky this year, there were no natural disasters. If the Houston Ship Channel shuts down, which any hurricane into the Gulf could cause, when you look at the fact that 90% of the aviation fuel is produced right here in the Houston Ship Channel, I do a number of these when I'm down at my house on the bay, and the, the bay, Galveston Bay, is right where the Houston Ship Channel uh, uh, flows into the bay. So I get to watch this all day long. But uh, your, ga- your gasoline that you put in the car I mean, that's what people need to be concerned about. That's what they need to think about. And these prices are going to go through the roof totally at the whim. Uh, and, and we can see that anytime they want to cut production here, they just cut prices to where it becomes, you know, unreasonable uh, uh, for, for anybody to drill. Nobody's going to drill when they are going to lose money. And they're not going to drill when they don't have any way to transport it. And all the trains are full. The, the trucks are full. How are you going to get that uh, without a pipeline? How are you going to get all the product uh, out of the Bakken shale, out of any of the northern, even out of the Permian? Uh, Everything's full. 
So we're going back to be totally at the whim of the of the uh, uh, Mid East. We have to import again, uh, and the, the, it, it's inevitable that our prices are going to become so outrageous. And you want to talk about alternative fuels? Why don't you look at solar panels? Look at wind windmills. What are they made out of? Everything's made out of fossil fuel. Uh, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. We're going to have runaway inflation. We're going to make the rest of the world, uh, they're laughing at us already. Uh, and it's just going to continue uh, if we don't get a handle on this. But, but that's what's going to happen. I can't give you one reason, one reason in the entire world that our oil prices are going to go down uh, unless it's, uh, again, artificial the way it happened before. And that's the only reason for that is uh, 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 is to stop drilling and cut supply here in the United States. And we were so close to what well, we were at energy independence theoretically. Well, we were energy independent. You know, one of the things I'm really thrilled about is this uh, uh, opportunity I've had to co-chair with Harold Hamm, uh, the uh, uh, Council for Secure America, because. Uh, uh, you know, Harold is the single largest independent uh, oil producer in the country. Uh, he was responsible, if you will. Uh, I realize how fungible oil is, but the two million barrels a day that he was producing made up the entire gap uh, that we were having to import so that to the extent we wanted to, we could be totally energy independent and in control of our own destiny. That's now gone away. Yeah, in less than two and a half years. In less than two and a half years. And it was so predictable, so predictable. And it can happen again any day of the week. Uh, Saudi Arabia cuts their prices to $40 a barrel. Who in America with a $50 lifting cost or 55 whatever it is, and particularly with shale, who's going to drill a well that they're guaranteed if they can ever move it out of the ground, uh, that they're going to lose 20 to 25% uh, on every, on uh, on on all production, and that's assuming that you hit. You know, shale oil is it, it's no longer exploration; it's just development. I mean, it's all there. You can't miss with a shale well. The only thing you can miss or misjudge, uh, you can't do that. Is is what your daily production will be, and it falls off fairly quickly. So I'm sorry, I'm talking way too much, but as you can tell. As an American, I'm so concerned about that. And as a Jew, we see where we're going. Uh, we've all seen this movie before. And like I said, excuse the expression, it ain't going to end well. That's why we have to hold the line. I want to turn to one other thing that is it's tied up in this, because obviously in a moment when you hear the FBI talking about the possibility of terror attacks returning to our soul in a grave way, you have the war. Actually, you have two wars because you got Ukraine, Russia. In Israel now against Hamas, this president, Joe Biden, has drained our strategic petroleum reserves to the lowest level since Ronald Reagan was around. And when those days we used a lot less oil per day, how big a crisis is it to have the strategic oil reserve drained right now when we have you know, multiple crises online and always the possibility of a natural disaster like a like a hurricane? Well, let me tell you that uh, I have no idea how uh President Biden got this got this lucky, but uh, I'll tell you a story. I was uh, going to be live on television, and I happened to hear 
uh, I was in New York, and uh, I happened to hear on the way in the door that Saudi Arabia had cut uh, production that morning. And so I just presumed that oil prices were going to be up about 5%. And all of a sudden, I look up at the wall at oil prices, and they're down. And I said, I don't know. There's no way oil prices could be down with this. And I look at the news flash, and he has had the single biggest drain uh, of the strategic petroleum reserve ever in our history. And uh, I don't want to talk about nuclear energy, but I went nuclear. I said, are you kidding me? Here's a strategic reserve, which if you remember, the only good news that came out of cutting oil prices to $20 is that he got to fill the reserve at $20 oil. Uh, and now he drains it. This was in June. This was at the start of hurricane season. And I said, I don't think people realize what's going to happen to oil prices if we have any natural disaster, but particularly if we get a hurricane, you know, in my backyard down at, on Galveston Bay. Uh, because if you shut down the Houston Ship Channel, where or you, ship, you shut down the refineries, where again, 90 to 95% of aviation fuel and probably 70 or 80% of gasoline uh, is refined. Uh, what are we going to do? We can't even fill the fighter jets uh, you know, that we need for the military. Uh, it, it is an absolute disaster. The fact that he got this lucky that we had no, look, we had a couple hurricanes, right? Long Beach, uh, California, Southern got hit by one and one hit up North Carolina, South Carolina, and I'm sorry about that, but that being said, uh, uh, it, it didn't hit where the major refineries were. Long Beach got shut down for a couple days, but it blew through there. But, I mean, we have beyond a disaster that could happen any time. It's November 2nd, so my guess is we're not going to have a hurricane anymore this year, and that has saved President Biden and his administration. It is pure luck. Because this is just uh, uh, absurd. What he Again, what he did. And draining that reserve. You know, that reserve is put in place just so our economy could continue working if there was a disaster, and the, a natural disaster, and the refinery shut down. So what happens? He drains it solely, solely uh, for political purposes. And my God, he did it 16 months before an election. So I, what good is that going to do? I mean, we're going to have an empty reserve if we get one next summer, unless he's going to increase our deficit by Lord knows what it, what it is, 35 million barrels at $100 a barrel, whatever he's now going to have to uh, refill it with. And we got a whole other set of problems. So... This is such a disaster, I can't even tell you. And then you start looking at who's getting blamed for it for a change, and it's the Jews, right? It's all our fault. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. More of our exclusive interview with Fred Zeidman right after these messages. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, folks, welcome back. More of our exclusive interview with Fred Zeidman. You've played such an important role at looking at the the greatest human crisis in modern history when the Holocaust occurred. And we thought maybe after all that and after all the years of education that we would stamp out the sort of intolerance and hatred at the heart of the Holocaust. And today we can watch our campuses and the elite campuses, the ones that people used to strive to go to, Harvard and Yale and New York and others, and and they see this unbelievable display of hatred. How did we get to this point where not one, but probably two generations seem to have a precondition to to be anti-Semitic, to hate Israel, to hate Jews, and not even feel a slightest bit of discomfort about it? I I, I, I wish I could answer that. And I think that everybody that had the opportunity to anticipate and make these decisions, none of us, none of us could ever assume that this would happen. And let me tell you what scares me even more is the people that you're, we're training at those schools are going to be running our country. I mean, these are the same schools that, that, that uh, uh, Secretary of State's presidents you know, all of the leadership are being trained at now. Where are we going to be 50, 60 years from now or 30 or 40 years from now when these folks take over leadership of our country? Where did it come from? Where did this hatred come from? I can blame it a lot, uh, 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 you know, a lot on this woke men, uh, uh, mentality uh, that seems to have come in and this you know, uh, uh, doing away, eradicating American exceptionalism. We've run the world very well for any of a length of time, and we've kept relative peace in the world. And now it's all it's all gone right now. And it's happening right here. It's happening on our campuses. It is being allowed. I love watching Bernie Sanders, who is Jewish, right, pitch the, his pro-Hamas thing. When, by the way, Bernie, you're going to be on the list when they come knocking on doors. You know, the fact that you're supporting the other side. But I don't know how we witnessed a massacre. We witnessed the brutal extermination of babies, old folks, Holocaust survivors. And everybody's talking about the poor Palestinians, none of which is true. Israel's blockading, you know, Israel's blockading Gaza. No, they're not. They walked out of there 16 years ago, 17 years ago now, left it totally to itself with three totally open borders uh, uh, into Egypt, into Lebanon, into uh, Syria. And we said, all right, you go create the new Beirut. Beirut has been ruined. So there's no golden, you know, uh, uh, era coming to 
uh, Beirut again, being the money center of the world, being the you know where all the casinos were and all the rich were there because the banks were there. And so we said, go create it again in Gaza. You're right on the water. You got it. You can do anything you want. And what do they do? We give them all the concrete. And what do they do? They elect Hamas. They build this tunnel system. They uh, Hamas runs it. Uh, and the world is in crisis again. Uh, and and Israel's had not, virtually nothing to do. We haven't occupied any place. Uh, and then this happens. And how did we get caught so short? My thought, by the way, and, and I don't know that this is fact, this is for me, is this is no different than 9-11. We had all of the facts. The Israelis had all the facts. U.S. intelligence had all the facts. But they, too, couldn't conceive of the fact that, th that this would be utilized in the way it's been utilized. So they ignored it. Uh, and you ignore it. I mean, how I just can't even fathom how they planned this for two years. They trained. A, this is worldwide. This is not the Palestinians and Israelis. And nobody took it seriously. Nobody said, wait a second, we got to stop it. And my understanding is two to three weeks before, any of a number of the folks that were on the kibbutzim down on the border started saying, there's something going on over there, guys. You better take a look at it. And they were ignored as well. I mean, this is just total, total. It, it can't be that they didn't, they didn't know it. Uh, again, it's just like we had with 9-11. Nobody could believe anybody was going to fly a plane into the World Trade Center. So I think that's where all this came from. And the other point that you raised, which is so true, uh, I'm, th this is not a war between Israel and the Palestinians. This is a war between what I call the new axis of evil uh, and, and, uh, and the Western world. Uh, I laughingly said to everybody, I think the reason that Putin went to the Winter Olympics last year is so they could flip a coin to see who got to go first. And so he, he attacks Ukraine, which is not a direct attack on Ukraine. It's a, a direct attack uh, on Western Europe, on NATO, uh, on all of the Balkans. I mean, you know, you know that's where it's going. And, uh, uh, and, and, and this is not just about uh, attacking uh, the Jews in Israel. Yeah, they want to kill all of Israel, but it's just step one in killing all the Jews Next will come Christianity. Next will come the United States of America. They are trying to create a Muslim world, and they can't do that as long as there's any other religion around. So, and then we've still got, you know, China hadn't had their shot at Taiwan yet, but as far as I'm concerned, that's coming next. So this is just the step one and step two of, of a, for lack of a better word, a worldwide uh, uh, fight. Uh, and, and nobody's paying attention to the fact that unlike any of the other wars, uh, for the first time we have, we, th there, there is a very easy opportunity to destroy the world. Uh, and I've had any of a number of people say, even the Iranians understand that, and the Russians understand that, and they know what will happen to them if they use nuclear warfare, and so they won't do it. Well, they haven't done it yet. But they're using their proxies uh, uh, to, to uh, set the stage for what comes next. And we don't even know what comes next. But 
these are the real issues that face us every day and how us you know how us uh, uh, particularly as Jews uh, uh, are putting up with this in our country I don't know what percentage of uh, uh, the enrollment at uh, Harvard or at Yale or at Cornell or NYU is Jewish now but it's certainly disproportionate with the uh, percentage of our population we're at 2% of the population of the United States. And I don't know if we're at a third or a quarter anymore uh, at these Ivy League schools. But I wonder how many of the folks that are out there marching are paying no attention to, again, once they start knocking on the doors, they're not going to be able to, well, wait a second, I protested on your behalf. It's not going to happen. Uh, we're going with it. And so uh, it, it is beyond a scary, scary time. We've got to do everything we can. Uh, and I, look, and all, I mean, I've been proud of President Biden until this morning. I mean, I, we knew this was coming. At some point, he had to flip because he's got an entire administration that is against support of Israel. And apparently, I, I, again, I've had TV on all morning. It started today. Now he wants to cease the war. Yeah, he, he was confronted by a heckler last night, and he immediately showed that card. And uh, it's in a remarkable, a remarkable moment. Just a few days after expressing unequivocal support for Israel, sir, for all the great work that you're doing, because you do such amazing work. What's the best way for people to stay in touch with you, particularly in the Council for Secure America? Well, uh, we have a website. Uh, we've got a marvelous CEO, Jennifer Sutton. Right. Go, go to the website. I mean, look, I'm happy. Anybody that wants to be in touch with me, it's Fred at FredZeidman.com. And I'm happy to anybody that wants to be in direct touch with me, just uh, uh, come to me by email. And I'm happy to. But you can go online. Uh, we do have a, a marvelous uh, website, which shows all the things that we're working on, on the Abraham Accords, which is the, for lack of a better word, the uh, uh, um, the umbrella for peace in th throughout the Middle East. And by the way, one of the major reasons Iran started all of this, started this because it looked like peace was coming. That's right. Saudi and I, Israel normalization would have been the death of Iran. That's right. That's right. And so they had to stop that. They had to stop the rapprochement with Saudi Arabia. Uh, I mean, I've, I was had a marvelous, marvelous conversation with a few others right at the beginning of this with the crown prince. Uh, and as he uh, uh, said to us, you know, w we, we have this marvelous relationship with Israel now. Uh, we just can't talk about it or let anybody know. We live in a pretty rough neighborhood. His father, of course, has been a major supporter of the Palestinians. Uh, Saudi Arabia has cut their support back mightily. Everybody was tired of of them, and so peace was starting to settle, or, or a state of uh, of, of acceptability uh, where we could all live in some degree of peace together. And Iran said, "No, we can't allow this to happen. This is going to ruin everything that we've talked about and everything we're doing." So they had to get in the middle of it, and boy, have they done a good job of screwing that up. I mean, I understand. Even some of the, uh, uh, was it UAE or somebody made a statement too, uh, the, the last 24 hours. So we don't know where all of this is going. 
the biggest best friend we probably had was Bahrain, and I understand that uh, uh, they uh, uh, turned on us this morning. I haven't seen that yet, so I don't want to be quoted on that because I'm not sure. But uh, Iran has done a marvelous job of messing this up again. I remember Abe Ibn's great line, the Arabs will always uh, find a way. Uh, they'll never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity, right? And that's what they're doing again. Uh, and they're doing it all in the name of, of uh, religion. Uh, I'll never forget years ago uh, when I read uh, uh, Daniel Jurgen's book, the prize. And in the beginning of the book, he said, every major war in history has been fought over oil. Uh, and I said to him, wait, what about, I, when I was visiting with him, I said, Dan, what about, what about religion? He said, yeah, but it all goes back to oil. You know, if there wasn't any oil, these yeah. guys would still be riding camels in the desert. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, there is. Well, that's what makes the work that you do at a Council for Secure America so important because it is, it really views the national security as energy security. And that is what all the experts actually say. You may not hear that from our president right now, but energy security is national security. National security. It's at the bottom of it. And we've got to have it. And my co-chair, Harold Hamm, is done, is doing more than any other, if you will, lack of a better word, person in America. To make sure that's uh, uh, that we solidify that, uh, and uh, again we have a po political uh, uh, situation where it's just not happening. So the important uh, work that you're doing can't be lost, folks. Go check out Council for Secure America. Secure America, please do it. Just go online and be in touch with us. Uh, there's nothing that we would like more than to go into depth on what you're doing. Uh, we're producing programming. We were having some marvelous, marvelous uh, uh, live programming. Uh, you know, uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is on our board. We've had everybody, uh, most of the Israeli establishment, uh, come and do Zooms for us. Uh, we're currently, we had, a, we had one last week with the last Israeli, uh, before we left Gaza, the last Israeli mayor of Gaza City. Uh, who obviously is a real expert in this. Uh, also on our board uh, is the woman that used to be, uh, used to run, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Sarit Zahava, who, uh, who uh, uh, now is running a think tank up there. She's on our board. Uh, she is doing uh, Zooms for us once every week or so to keep us up to date on the northern border. Uh, if you really want to know what's going on, just... Uh, Tune into some of our Zooms. Get involved with us. Uh, we obviously are not for profit. We don't charge to see any of this, uh, but we certainly need money to make sure we can keep doing it. But you're welcome to join. You're welcome to keep up to date uh, with everything we're doing every day. And we're probably is the best source that there is for where we are right now. And we again, we uh, energy independence and energy security is going to be the key to this going forward. Uh, and no one's more involved in that than we are. Uh, and I can assure you, we are giving uh, everything we've got all day and all night uh, to try and inform uh, the American people uh, to show everyone 
while TV is watching everyone marching across the Brooklyn Bridge and the Cornell campus uh, and giving the guy that says, I'm going to go shoot all the Jews, the, you know, the, the, uh, all the airtime they want. Uh, that's not what we do. We're, we're showing you the ramifications of all of this uh, phony First Amendment stuff. Let me tell you, the things that you're hearing and seeing have nothing to do with the First Amendment. Well, sir, one thing we know of, what you're doing is making a big difference in the world. Fred, it's a, such an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining us. Anytime. I, you know, I, I love listening to you and I love visiting with you and uh, I'm available uh, anytime. The Council of Secure America is here. I just want to incur encourage everybody to take advantage of what we're doing. And I want to thank you for giving us the audience. Yeah, that's a great honor and a great conversation, a very important one. We'll be sure to get you back on real soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from, yep, you know it, Just the News. A big thank you to our two guests today, Chairman James Comer, the Honorable Fred Zeidman from the Council for Secure America. Two very thoughtful interviews and a lot of news, quite frankly. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Jim Jordan's in the house. We're going to break some news with him as well, particularly related to FISA reform. You're going to enjoy that. All right, if you want to take advantage one more time, you're like, John, I see on TV, you look healthier, you look thinner, you look more energetic. All that's true. One of my secrets to getting their field of greens. If you want to have the field of greens, fruit and veggie supplements, they are amazing, simple, easy to use. You make a shake, you're on your way. All you got to do, you can get started inexpensively by a special discount code. We're going to give you 15% off your next order of field of greens. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Just News. One more time, fieldofgreens.com, use the promo code just news. All right, that wraps up today's edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And also, God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. Yes, we're in difficult times. People are feeling nervous about the imminent future. But you know what? We've always been blessed by the good Lord and by a constitutional republic that has been able to stand the test and travails of time, and I have not lost faith in it at this moment. All right, folks, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition. Until then, God bless you and have a great night. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.